The views on this program do not reflect those of ONTV or its board of directors. Welcome to OAA Now, your home for Oakland Activities Association news and information. Here's your host, Sammy Terry. Welcome to OAA Now here. I'm Sammy Terrina, blogger of the Dragons Insider, blogger of the Sammy High School Sports Blog, and blogger of Inside the OAA, and one of the hosts of Sweet is on Oregon Neighborhood Television. Like welcome our friends watching us on Oregon Neighborhood Television and also those wa- hearing us on a local voice on SoundCloud. We got cameras this week. Cameras again. I got Ian Locke back after a week hiatus. What do you think our our decorations? I think the decorations look bad. really good. You know what I mean? A little color. A little color. little color, you know. In case you get real angry and you start throwing things, it hits the foam and doesn't break anything. Oh, yeah. If you're like, <laughs> unless you're a Detroit Lions fan, you're basically going oh, like this right now. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, like, well, is that true? Do you think Lions fans are just laughing, going, it's the same old, same old? Yeah, the same old, same old. The, no. No, uh, you know, no hard feelings. They. This they, is the Lions <laughs> we're talking about. This is the Lions we're talking about. Goodness yeah. gracious! I mean, they—they're like a team of false hope. It, That's what the well, Lions. I don't are. even know if it's false hope. It's, it's the false same, hope. The what? same thing every year. Well, same I, thing. you know, being a Spartan fan, as you know. Hey, Michigan State won over Rutgers. Uh, hey, they beat Maryland. They're in the um. They're going to be bowl eligible. So be. Yeah, popular. they're going to Ford Field. Yeah. Do they deserve a bowl? But, uh, you know, living through John L. And Bobby, and Bobby Williams. Williams, I've been able to mature as a sports fan over the years. I know. You have. Now, being able to mature, Sammy, that means I can step away from Be all calm. that mess without getting angry. And mm-hmm. I've I broadened my view of the world and what life means because I can't take that stress anymore. I know. And the Lions. Yeah. Yeah. Out the door. Out the door. <laughs> uh, speaking of um, football playoffs. But we I'll got, take high school. Of course. Speaking <laughs> of football playoffs. Never let we, us down. We had 108 team that was still in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, that was the Seattle Maples. Um, they were um, in the state semifinal first time since 1997. Wow. Um, they're not going to be. Go, yeah. Yeah, they're not. They um, had their dreams fall short um, in the Division Two um, state semifinal Novi High School. On Saturday, as they lost to Detroit Martin Luther King, sixty to seventeen. Yeah, in, their, um, in that matchup, of course, um, Maples had no answer for um, Maryland commit Penny Boone. He had one hundred seventy-five yards and four touchdowns. Um, freshman quarterback Dante Moore had um, had two touchdowns. Marquin Lee had the two touchdown passes. Um, had a game. Yeah, they had a game. I mean, like, you know, Seaholm really looked overmatched in this one yeah. with Detroit Martin Luther King with their athletes. Um, but you really can't take away what the Maples have done this postseason, of course, um, you know, with only 23 guys on the roster. Um, yeah. That says a lot. Um, it was a heck of a run. I mean, did, did anybody see that coming? I didn't see it coming, to be honest with you. A lot of I mean, roadblocks. You think uh You think you know that they would you think that, that roadblock would be in that district final against Groves. Yes. Because Groves has had their number. They've beaten them they've beaten them um seven straight in six years. I mean, like, for them to overcome that and to blow them out in the district final yeah. says a lot. Absolutely. Um then they went on, beat Port Huron, um, blew out Port Huron. That score was yeah. not as close as the score indicated. Um, and then of course beat Sterling Heights in the pre district. Um Nobody expected Seahorn to make this type of run. Um, nobody did. No. Nope. I mean, we were uh, we were talking Division Two, possibly Oak Park. Yeah. <laughs> Oak possibly Park. Groves. Well, it was Oak Park most of the year. 
Well, it's Oak Park most of the year because yeah. everybody was saying, you know, this was Oak Park's best chance. Yeah. But they end up getting upset in the first round by Farmington. Um, and then people are starting, okay, let's buy the Farmington Falcons. You know what I mean? Because Farmington was a team that had a very good defense. Um, yes. But their experience. offense had experience, but their offense had questions, you know, yep. and that's showing their loss to the Detroit University Detroit Jesuit. I yep. mean, like, and then, of course, there's Groves. Of course, Groves. Of course, we know about the incident warned the Sal um, that caused them to forfeit the game. Yeah, yeah, that's um, right. And then, um, and then, of course, that upset that kind of really surprised the entire state was that Seaholm blowing out Groves forty-two to seven. That was shocking. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, um, nobody thought Seaholm would get to this point. Of course, they needed a win to make. Just to make the playoffs at six and three. Yes, they needed a win. Yeah, but we t- said this before. They were in playoff mode After two weeks it. before anybody right. else. Right. Were, because there's must win, must win, must win, and they end up getting a special run out of it. Absolutely. <laughs> Unfortunately for them, um, they're not heading the Ford Field. It's Troy Martin the King. They're going to be taking on um, Muskegon Mona Shores. Mm. Um, Mona Shores had to go into Okemos and beat Wall Lake Western. You know what that score was? Hmm. 57-56. Whoa. Need a two-point conversion to win that game. Overtime? No. That that score in regulation? Yep. Yikes. 57-56. Defense well, they can put was, up points. Defense was really optional in that game. <laughs> and here's the, here's the funny thing. Mona Shores did it with a backup quarterback. Really? They did it with a backup quarterback. Wow. That, says, that tells you... They How got much faith they have. In, absolutely. In a lot of talent, man. Yeah, a lot of – well, that must – Well, speed – well, they, they're good. I mean, it's a good team, right? Obviously, yeah. you get this far, and if you can take that many points on – wow. Yeah. Wall Lake Western, they're not a bad team. No, they were, no. They had a very – they had a good quarterback and Zach trainer. Very good running. They had a good great wide receiver, and I'm, I believe I'm Hassan. I'm going to Wall, going to Northwestern next year. Um, I mean – Wow. Say the least, you know. So now you got you got Mona Shores taking on Troy Martin the King. Division one, of course, um, when you look at it, um West Bloomfield lost to Belleville in a really tough game um two weeks ago, 27-22. Yep. Um had a chance to win that game, but couldn't get by uh, but couldn't couldn't um convert. Um now you got Belleville. You got Belleville, of course, they um, took on Brighton, of course, yeah. and that was a heck of a game. It was. It teams. sounds like it was a classic uh, matchup, well, man. Well, Belleville's owned Brighton the last two years. Yeah. I mean, last, I mean, like, um, the one game was 40-35, and the other game was, I think it was, um, but it was really close. Yeah. Um, but Brighton got the best of Belleville this time, and I think, you know, the difference in that game, they got them, they got them 22-19. That was the score of that game. Close game. I mean, they needed a... Hail, not a Hail Mary type, but like a huge fade touchdown, basically um, over two defenders um, with 50 seconds left in the wow. game. Um, now, Belleville gave Brighton a couple of good, interesting breaks. They had a personal foul. Um, a, um, on that same drive? On a personal foul, pass interference call, an interception that was taken away by a pass interference call. Wow. Um, and that, then, on, the, um, on the game-winning drive. On the game-winning drive. And that led to their... Um, Winning touchdown, of course. It Penalties was a, will kill you. It will kill you. <laughs> it will kill you. And they were wow. at the 16-yard line, and mm. that's when the touchdown came. Yeah. So when you but look. you got to give it to uh, Brighton, man. I mean, executing in those situations. All these kids executing in these tight situations. 
and that's the thing. Close. And that's game. the thing. You know, um, and that's the thing. And I think it's a big win for Brighton. Um, huge, huge win for them. Um, and then you got to look at the other side of the Division One finals. Davison Sterling Heights. Yeah, that was a heck of a game. I mean, Stevenson had was up by um two scores on Davison. Davison came back and basically and won that game 34-27 overtime. Um, a lot of that has to go to um their quarterback Brennan Sullivan. Um he's had a good um he's had a good year um at Davison, um transitioning from wide receiver to quarterback. Um of course they had a guy named Cannon Hall there last year, but Davison under coach Jacob Wiggler Wingars um incredible run for them. In yeah. really incredible run. Um now Davison's had to come back from deficits, of course. They've trailed um they trailed um Lapeer. They trailed Utica Eisenhower. Um and that's that's a lot and they trailed Stevens. Yep. So that tell and they trailed Romeo. So Davison technically is the de facto Mac Red champion. <laughs> so technically, because they beat three Mac Red yeah. teams. They beat Romeo, Sterling Heights, Stevenson, and um and Utica Eisenhower. Yeah. Of course, um, I don't know if it would have been more interestinger if it was a Lake Orion Davison game, but who knows? I mean, those two teams did scrimmage each other, but but if they're you know the 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 teams that are in are supposed to be there, right? And and you look at one thing, you know, we were talking about the OA red, and we're talking about the white and the blue and the MAC, but we're also talking about the MAC and Mm -hmm. comparing the The MAC red to the OA red, yeah, 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 and um, it's kind of moot. Isn't it? Well, yeah, it's kind of moot now okay. because but, you got to look at it now from this perspective. I mean, like now Davison, um, they're in the Saginaw Valley, yeah. um, Saginaw Valley, um, South, um, had a really good year. Yeah, yeah, great year. I mean, do you think that whoever's uh, the finalists at Ford Field? Do you think this is as wide open? This is as wide uh, open a as championship you... game. Oh yes, on, on all these different uh, divisions as we've seen in a while. Oh yes, I mean like, and here's the thing. I mean, you really got two teams that are homegrown teams, um, in Brighton and Davison. I mean like these are these are these these are kids that are that really don't have the Division One recruiting talents. I mean, both teams have at least one. Um, Davison's got one going to South Dakota and the, un, and, um, Brighton's got one going to air force. Um, okay. but these two teams are homegrown talents. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't see a lot of the, the T word. No transfer. Transfer. You don't right? see a lot of it. Not now, like they, we've seen yeah, in the Davison past. did have a, um, a grand Blake transfer in there and I'm okay. um, for him, but, but he fits the Davison mode. Yeah. He fit the Davison way. And, you know, for me, if a transfer Fits your style of way, um, basically like not not getting a lot of hype, just like wants to be a team first player. You okay. know what I mean? Then I don't have a problem with it. I mean, if he moves in the district, you know what I mean? Then I don't have a problem with it. Because we don't see. I mean, sometimes we see those guys that are transferring over, and you're going, "Hmm, we know why." Yeah, we know why. Right, and they're coming in droves for to different programs like mm-hmm. we've seen in the past. Right. With these teams, we don't see that. No, you don't see that. No, right? you they're, don't they're, see. They're local kids. They're local kids. They know the area. Everybody knows each other. They're they're great friends. They're, yeah. They have they're they're like brothers. And I think this is where you know this to me is the first time you've had two hardworking teams going against each other since I and I think I'm biased here. 2010, <laughs> Lake Orion and Plymouth. 
back in 2010. Of course, I remember. Yeah, yeah. Those two hard, hard knock communities um, going against one another. Yeah, yeah. Um, Davis and Brighton kind of reminds me a little bit of that. Yeah. You know, all the communities coming out supporting your teams. Yep. You know, Davison had a Davison had a very similar send off with their um, parents, supporters, community. Yeah. Having taken three buses down to Troy Athens last week. I mean, that's just a lot. It does, and. Um, you know, this weekend is the are the finals down at, at Ford, Ford Field, Field yep. right? Mm-hmm. Full day of football, sun up. Well, you got down, two right? days. You got two days of it. You got the even, um, even That's games right. on Friday, That's odd right. games on Saturday. Always watch the. Mm-hmm. Always watch Saturday. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, but Friday. <laughs> Brighton and Davison are. It's going to be a really interesting game. I think that's going to be a really good. I, I'm game. I'm really looking forward to seeing it because it's Davison we know about. I yeah. mean, they've been around for some time and making noise for a well, long, Davison, long time. Well, Davison, you know, they have not been this far. This they've is, never been this far. This is this is the first time ever for both these teams in the state final. I did not know that. Bolt first. Going to give t- Brighton the credit, going, "Hey, wait, welcome to the party." Well, and that's the same thing with Davidson. You know it's, what I mean? Is it more like Davidson? We've we've heard of them so long because they've had so much talent over the years, and they beat some big programs. Well, Davidson, of course. Let's remember Davidson. You know, this is a team that, you know, they had to overcome Oakland, Macomb County. They yeah. had to overcome the OA and the MAC. I mean, like that's not an easy thing to do. No. Whereas with Brighton, they had to overcome Belleville. I mean, you know, Belleville's <laughs> a team that. You know, has had um. Everybody looks at Belleville and says, "Oh, we got all this talent. We got all this talent." You know what I mean? But, but when you really look at it, you know, um, when you really look at it, Brighton has really they they've been they wanted Belleville. I mean, Belleville's knocked them out of the postseason yeah. the last couple of years. So, for them to do that to Belleville, you know, and base it's basically like it's basically like a um. With Belleville, it's basically like, okay, um, you know, Belleville before Jermaine Crowell got there, yeah, really was. They were they were struggling, yeah, really struggling. And then when Crowell got there from Detroit Cast Tech, you see Belleville starting to become this power. You know what I mean? Starting to become the state power. You know, then they get transfers coming all over the place over there, and then look what happens. The T word. Yeah. Then look what happens there. Yeah. Um, and then when you look at. A team like Brighton, homegrown kids, you know what I mean? Homegrown kids yeah. work, play with each other in the youth levels, middle school levels, get in the high school level. I mean, like, in high school, playing with each other. I mean, like, huge credit for Brighton. Yeah. Huge credit. But it's cool to say, hey, there's going to be a new champion. Two first-timers there yeah, two uh, first-timers on the D1 side. Makes it, it makes it fun. It, makes it-, it does. And it, you, you see, like, a little sharing of the wealth. You don't see the same teams there every year. or. No. Uh, uh, perennial state perennial finals. State powers, yeah. yeah, I like this. I think this is really healthy. I think this is it makes it more exciting, brings some more energy to the table. Oh yeah, and, and I think and I think both and I think both communities are gonna fill Ford Field up on Saturday. <laughs> you know, you got to look at Brighton. I mean, like Brighton. You know, they're gonna fill that. They're gonna fill their section up. You know, oh, yeah. you know what Davis is gonna do. I mean, like, yeah. you know, um. But when you really look at it on paper, I mean, when you look at it on paper, I mean. Talent-wise, I mean, hard work, mental mindset-wise, you really got to give an edge to um, Brighton in that mental mindset. But yeah. talent, talent-wise, quarterback-wise, it's definitely Davidson. Really? Yep, it's definitely Davidson. I mean, when you look at it on paper, I mean, when you really look at it, I've got to give an edge to Davidson on this mm. matchup because, you know, the quarterback, 
Now you have no wind, no air. I mean, like, no wind, which basically means your passing attack will be yeah. back in the full cylinders. Absolutely. Now, Brighton does have a good defense. They do have a very good defense. I mean, let's not forget. This is a team. Well, I know how Brighton beat Belleville. Time of, you remember, we had a game on Orient with Television. Lake Orient, Stony Creek, first round game. Yes. Stony Creek. Remember that model? Time Remember that model? Keep keep the offense off the field. And That's what Stony Creek yeah. did to Lake Orion. Yeah. Same thing happened here with Brighton and Bubba. Same thing. It it works. Solid D. What what's that always that mantra? Time possession. Well, football. time possession, but Slow also defense wins. Defense wins championships. So that's the that's oh and that's what Belba was coming in averaging forty four a game. Wow. Davison comes in probably averaging maybe or over forty a game as well. I mean, so when you look at when you look at this match, it wouldn't surprise it's, me if Brighton tries to do the same game plan against Davison like they did um against Belleville. Yeah, why not? Why not? It, it works. All, it it all depends on the big play, right? Mm-hmm. With the teams that are looking for time of possession, you cannot give up the big play. No. Uh, the rush, the running game has to do its job. The right. O line's got to be on point. Right. Both and, teams and, got good running backs. Absolutely, and you just cannot give up that big play. No. Um, turnovers. You mm-hmm. cannot turn the ball over on if you're looking for that ball control because it flips the field. Yes. Right? Because everything is moving a little bit slower. But um, I, I'm going to say, just for the fun of it, I have a really good buddy who is the marching band director for Brighton mm-hmm. and has been for, should I say it on the air? No. 30 years almost. Beautiful. Uh, go, Mikey. And um, so I'm going to, I'm leaning towards the uh, uh, Brighton. You got Brighton over. Yeah. You got Brighton over Davis. Yeah, why not? I'm gonna take Davison because, you know, Davison and Lake Orion scrimmage each other in the um yeah before the season started. I was really impressed with how much how how much sportsmanship Davison players, the Davison parents, the Davison community was yeah. at during that scrimmage. I was really impressed. That's good to hear. That's awesome. And that. And I have a lot of I have a lot of respect for Davidson. I really do. I mean, with what they are, the community they are, the athletes they have. Yeah. I mean, I got a ton of respect for Davidson. Um, the reason why I'm going with Davidson in this game is because they have a running back in um in Smith and Kobe. I think his name's Toby Smith. Um, who's gonna have? A, I think that he's gonna be a difference maker. Mm. I think it's going to be a close game. Okay. I think it's going to be a 14 to 10 ball game. Ooh, that close. But I think at the end of the day, I've got to take Davison because they've been battle tested. So is Brighton. So, right? I'm going to take It's going to be a great game. It's going to be a great game. Yeah. Be a really great. I don't game. think it's going to be a a 3 to 2 shootout like we've seen a couple years ago. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> That has to go down as one of the ugliest finals in history. That was a low-scoring game. Defense. It couldn't lo- be any lower. It couldn't be any lower. Unless it was 2 nothing. Sure. It was crazy. Why not? I- and that was when two all teams won the state championship. Yes. The Clarkson West Bloomfield. I mean, I remember that one. Yeah, that was. That was a heck of a game. It was a shocker. That was a shocker. It was a just, surprise. Just. <laughs> but then, of course, you've seen, you've seen teams have been to the state final before. You know, yeah. you have Harrison that's been there. Yeah. You've had um, you've had um, Lake Orion, Clarkston, 
Um, Oxford's mm. been there. Um, Troy's been there. Adam's been there. Yeah, yeah. Um, who? Okay, so this is a good transition. So now we know who's been there. We know who's been there. Who do you think next year in the LAA could be Ooh. pushing the boundaries? Hmm. I wonder. I know who um, you're gonna say. <laughs> but when you look at the recap of the OA, yeah. Um, let's recap the OA first before we look at next year. Yeah, yeah. Um, absolutely. We'll also do the same thing with volleyball. Um, yeah. Because volleyball concluded their um their season on Saturday. Yep. Um. You look at the um oh you look at the OA in general. Just a lot of people said it was, it was an odd year, really odd year. Strange. Um, Clarkson missing out in the playoffs, first time in sixteen years. Um, of course, Lake Orion getting back for the second year in a row. West Bloomfield win the red. Um, Oak Park won the white. Had a really shocking first round playoff mm-hmm. after the Farmington. Um, North Farmington won the blue for the first time since nineteen seventy eight. Yeah. Um. And then um, Farmington, of course, having a, having a good run. Seaholm's run has been really impressive. Groves, of course, making the playoffs as well. Um, Adams making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Stony Creek getting in the playoffs first time since 2014. Yes. Um, just a lot of some coaches stepping down at the yeah, end of the coaches season. step down at the end of the season. Um, I want to I want to look at I want to look at their storylines heading mm-hmm. into next year. It's a huge one. Um, there's gonna be a lot of storylines heading into next year. Absolutely. Um, when you look at 2020 um now you're gonna have the playoff format change a little bit yeah because now the six point component's gone they're gonna really value your strength of schedule so if you have a tough schedule you're gonna likely be in the playoffs yeah yeah so basically um the storylines heading into 2020 is who is the best team in the oaa heading into next year and for me obviously it's west bloomfield because of who they got back donovan edwards coming back um, they, they've got some linemen coming back. I mean, yeah. like they've got Mikhail Elam back. I mean, like I'm curious who the quarterback's going to be. I mean, yes, Donovan Edwards has played some quarterback. So, but I'm curious <laughs> to see where Ron Bell, where coach Ron Bellamy is going to see how he's going to fit that role and how's West Bloomfield's defense going to be with the departures of Cornell Wheeler, Mercari page, um, especially at secondary, um, so when I look and, at and some of the teams that struggled this year, is oh, that yeah. just a one-off? Is that just one-off? Clarkston could Clarkson if Clarkson gets everybody back, then this should be a team that should be a team to keep an eye on because right. you look at what the Wolves have, a young nucleus. You look at a running back in Ethan Clark. You Very have, good. You have a good you have a good quarterback in Mike DePillo. Then of course he that's not mentioned Spindler, Dillinger, Hossum. You know, <laughs> it seems all like those them. guys have been here forever. Yeah, <laughs> and they're going to be seniors. I mean. Yeah. So Clarkson, you know, they they're due to make a bounce back here. What's going to happen at Oxford now? Of course, that's a storyline heading into next year. That's a complete <laughs> right. With Bud I mean, Riley stepping Bud, down with Bud going down, or you know, stepping down. You, you, I don't see them coming back with that traditional offense. They're going to be a little running. bit of a different offense. I mean, you, we'll you'd have to. They're going to be a little bit of a different team. Of course, when you really look at what Oxford. Has been for the past, um, for the past. <laughs> How long has he been there? Almost thirty years. I mean, <laughs> yeah. almost 40, 30, 40 years. I mean, yeah. like they've always been a pound the rock team. I mean, so I'm curious to see where um, athletic director Jordan Ackerman yeah. at Oxford is going to go with this. Stay um, in house, go outside. If he stays in house, goes outside. If he goes outside, completely reboots his whole system. I don't know what's going to happen with that no. Oxford team. And yeah. then you really look at. And then you really look at it, if you go in house, you know yeah. what I mean. Like 
you're going to have to deal with the coaching transition. You're yeah. going to deal with the transition. Because I know the fan base up there, mm-hmm. very intense. Yes, they are. The community of Oxford loves their Wildcat football. Yes, they do. And so, you know, how will they react? Would you know? We we know this. There's <laughs> politics involved everywhere at uh-huh. all levels of sport. Uh huh. But could that come into play with maybe, uh, the selection? Maybe that could come into play. Maybe. I mean, but I hope it doesn't. I, I, hope, I hope it they doesn't make a choice but for the kids. It's, it's possible. Yeah. But. I think when you look at, and then of course you got to look at the other storyline besides that over at Oxford. Stony Creek's another team to watch next Well, year. yeah. And Nick Merlo's done a wonderful job at Umrop Culture. Um, to be his third year going to Stony Creek, especially if you have teams that are heading into your third year, coach heading into your third year, um, you have something special. Yeah, absolutely. Look what happened at Lake Orange. Yes. I mean, with John Blackstock, you look at and he started kind of slow. I mean, people yeah. are questioning, going, "What's going on?" Third going year on. happens, yeah. Playoff. Third year happens. You um, you have multiple home games and playoffs. I mean, like, and then you look at um, and then you look at what Stony Creek did, getting in the playoffs <laughs> first time since 2014. Yes. Um, they got a lot coming back. Um, this Stony Creek team is going to be very scary. Yes. They're I mean, if be... you uh, just to remind uh, the viewers and listeners, uh, Stony Creek. I mean, the, all of their losses this year, what was it, under teams. ten points? Yeah, on, and the playoff against teams. all playoff teams. Yeah, against all playoff. And teams. they played them tough and had a chance to win in every one of them games. Yes, they did. The, Even their game against Lake Orion. Lake I Orion. Mean, it came down to what one broken play, yep. uh, running play, take it seventy six yards, yep. a couple other. The Groves game, that was the game they gave that one away. Um, see home game, we should have won that game. Um, but I really like what Nick Merlo's done over there at Sony Creek. Yeah, I yeah. think that's a team you've got to really watch for next and year. And they have their nucleus back, correct? Yeah. I mean, they've got their – I mean, that's – They do lose Zach Denna, um, but their nucleus is back. You yeah. have the running back and Cameron Buford back. You're going to have Ryan Neckow back, the quarterback. Um, they're going to have a um, – their receivers are outstanding. I mean, their tight end's good. I mean, like, their offensive line is going to be really good. Yeah. You got Eisenhart there. You got Jordan there. I mean, like, my God, they're going to be good <laughs> next year. I know one thing. No one's going to want to play them. No. No one's going to want to play them. Right. But I'm curious to see how the strength of schedule component's going to work. Yes. Because you got to play a ridiculously tough schedule if you want to make the playoffs. Um, even Especially possibly, if you're in the five-win territory. Especially if you are a, well, because they're not considering strength of wins anymore. They're not putting, they're not, the six-win component's gone. Yes, I know, but if you have five wins and they're against cupcakes. Right, but even a team with a losing record can make the playoffs. If you play a strength of schedule. Yeah. Think about it. Think about it. I mean, okay. if an OA team is playing a MAC team, yeah. you know what I mean? Think about, think about how that's going to do. Or if you're a Saginaw Valley team playing the OA, playing an OA team, you think with someone with four four wins and the rest of their losses, oh, they're all against good quality teams. Absolutely, they can get in. Absolutely, I don't know about that. You know, it's all going to come down to mathematics. That's what it's going to come down to. Oh, that's why I get into yeah. broadcasting. It's going to come down to math. I don't want to do math. It's going to be hard. <laughs> Life. Well, it's going to be like you to to coin to steal your phrase. It's going to be interesting. Be really because uh, I mean, when's the last time they fiddled with the formula? Long time, ago. long time, right? So it's new territory, and you know, teams like what, uh, like Clarkston only had mm-hmm. three, 
three wins, but their losses came against. Yeah, but they also were short a game, but they eventually right. got one. They eventually got one. Some of the teams that may yeah, not now, have. Yeah, may not have that them. That could pay oh, painfully yeah. Oh, for yeah. those guys. Yeah, it could be really painful if you play that type. Farmington, right? Farmington also Farmington is short a game. Farmington also is short game, yes. So make sure they have nine games. You better. You better have nine <laughs> games against great quality competition, too. Yes. Against great quality competition, yeah. too. Um, let's go from football yeah, to volleyball. Yeah, let's talk volleyball. Um, volleyball. Um, Wild end of the season. Of course, we ha- did have a Final Four team in the um, in the OA. Of course, Lake Orion. Um, Surprise back team. in the state final after um, the run they'd made. Um, <laughs> um, it's still hard to believe that happened. They knocked off Mount Pleasant, of course, in a um, three game sweep. Um, the difference was, difference was, um, Lake Orion went. Attacked Mount Pleasant early often, and then Mount Pleasant did not adjust. Um, but then when Lake Orion took on Lowell um, in the in Battle Creek, I mean, Lake Orion won the first game 25-17, and then and Lowell then, uh, basically, they all the Lowell Jets. did was made an adjustment and um, basically moved their outside hitter. Um, they moved their outside hitter and like um, all over the place, and Lake Orion really just, just had no answer. could not respond. Could not yeah. respond, and that was ended up being your difference. Yeah. Um, so the final was Lowell and Lowell uh, and Farm Tales Mercy, Mercy. Farm Tales Mercy won that in four games. Number one and number two. Yep. Right. So, uh, yep. th- nothing. That, and what was Lake Orion seated rolling into? They this? were honorable mention. They were an honorable <laughs> right? mention. And that's heck the of thing. a run. That's the thing when you really look at what this Lake Orion volleyball team did. Um, getting by Clark's in the postseason. Getting by Clark's. That was the first. Getting by Holly, foot match league stride champ. Clark's the only red champ. Oxford, honorable mention. Five game thriller. Yeah. And then of course you Stony get Stony Creek on the road at Stony, Stony Creek, Creek on the road at Stony Creek, ninth ranked team of the state. And then you get by West Bloomfield, only red representative. Then you get by Mount Pleasant, Saginaw, Saginaw Valley champ. um champion. Saginaw Valley League champion. I mean, like the, wait. No no reason. Especially that... with the team that only has three seniors on yes. this team. And the fact that you virtually lost everybody from last year. Correct. But it came down to something that you and I both talked about two weeks ago was the kids have been there. You know yeah. what I mean? They watched that team win a state title Correct. last year. And especially when you look at when we look at the talent that they had. I mean, like, just just incredible what Tony Scavardo did with has done. Absolutely. With just absolutely incredible. If there's a coach of the year, he's gotta get it. He's gotta get it. I mean, um, that's not even a question. No. Uh uh, it, it, you know, coming in, I mean, expectations for that team here at, at the local level was just rebuilding and, hey, they'll do well. They yep. always do well. I mean, mm-hmm. you say a down year for Lake Orion is, what, uh, a loss in the second round of the playoffs or, you know, right. something like that, or you're second in the yeah. OAA, whatever, right? That's yeah. a down year. But, but for them to get to the to, Final Four. To do what they did, that was amazing. <laughs> this team only loses three seniors next year. <laughs> they lose both Andreas sisters and Olivia Irwin. And the bulk of that team is either juniors, sophomores, and one freshman. Yeah. So yeah. they're going to be around. They're going to be around. Um, so when I look at the volleyball world next year. Um, Do you think it's kind of like a Stony Creek uh, situation? You got, you know, young guys, right? I mean, think yeah, about it. Yeah, think it's, about it. On yeah. the volleyball Stony side Creek, of things. Stony Creek this year, I, I was, when I look at Stony Creek this year, um, they were very good this year. Yeah. They were one of my top teams I ranked to start the year. I mean, like, 
But, you know, especially... You Loaded do, with seniors. But they just... had a lot of experience. They only had four seniors. Mm. Only had four seniors. But the proven players they had on that team. Kate Straighten, of course, broke Stony Creek's all-time kills record. Um, and now she's going to be leaving. Um, and now you look at, yes, they got players coming back. You know, they got players coming back. But the question's going to be is, Stony Creek's going to have to find some talent, you know, yeah. and some fine... Some play, I mean, like, some can they talent. maintain? I, mean, I think they can because they've been knocking on the door for. I think they can maintain. I think Coach Ross Talbot can maintain, but the question's going to be is, you know, they're going to have to replace a few key players from last year's team. And mm. I thought this year would have been the run for Stony Creek. I thought this year would have been there. a lot of people did. A lot of people did, even yeah. myself. I yeah. mean, like, but you know, for them to lose like that against Lake Orion, you know, they basically gave that fourth game away in that game. Um, they gave that four game away, and I think a lot more of that was Lake Orion took it, and Stony <laughs> Creek lost their mental mindset. Well, I mean, the Dragons, we we have that game. It's running on ON TV, by the way. The Stony Creek game? Yeah, uh, it was broadcast. We have it at Stony Creek. Yes. Okay. And so it's on the channel. <laughs> um, and I think it's on video on demand as well. Mm-hmm. Um, org if you're interested. The the Dragons, it was just one of those battles back and forth where it's like, who's going to have the, I hate to use a cliche, the intestinal fortitude to power on? And the Dragons just had, they just found that extra something to get that, to get by them. But when you look at the rest of the state, too, you know, Lowell's yeah. going to be back. Yes. Farmtown's Mercy will be okay next year. Um, we know what um, Ann Arbor Skyland, are still going to be pretty good. Yeah. Um, and then you look at other teams like Clarkston. Clarkston, I expect Clarkston to be solid next year, with, especially with um, Elena Warrington coming back. And then, of course, you add um, Claire Nowicki, that fold. Kelly Penner's team's going to be okay. Yeah. It's going to be all right next year. But when I look at the class of the OA next year, I think it's Lake Orion, you know, when you look at it. Really? I think it's Lake Orion. I mean, like, because you do have— Well, the they up- set the table. Yeah, they set the table. You got you got two outside hitters come back and Nina Horing, Lawrence. Who's Jarrett. the freshman? Nina Horing is the freshman. If you everybody listening, if you haven't seen this hitter, watch out. Yeah. Just a freshman. Yep. And then you have Lawrence bomb. Sturridge on the other. You have Lawrence Sturridge. You have um Taylor Bukevich. Mm. You have Kendall Robertson. I mean, like, this team's gonna be loaded. If they can find a proven libero next year, and I think that could be Jada McCauley, um, watch out. This team's gonna be scary next year. Yeah. This Lake Orient team is going to be really scary. Yeah. Um, when I look at the other teams next year, I'm curious to see another team I'm curious to see in the OA I'm watching for. I like where Adams is going. I like where Terry Bogman has that program going. But I'm watching Larry Vance's team of Boomby Hills next year because they lose Alexa Russo. I'm curious to see who that outside hitter is going to be over mm-hmm. there. I'm really curious to see who that next great outside hitter is going to be. So... Yeah, that's my thoughts on the volleyball docket. Yeah, it was one of those uh, playoffs that, uh, or tournaments, we should call it tournament, not the playoffs. But the postseason for volleyball was just—it uh, was incredible. It was. There were some upsets that people never thought would happen. We had upsets, but you also had some amazing matches. I mean, oh, yeah. you had Especially... five setters that were within two points of each set. Uh, well, then you have five oh eight teams in the regional. Five oh eight teams made the regional. When you, if you look at, of course, you have West Bloomfield, Stony Creek, Lake Orion, um, 
I mean, like in, in Troy and then Ferndale. Of yeah, course, yeah. Ferndale um, losing to Warren Regina in the um, in the semifinal. Really disappointed there. But but Sal Johnson's team had a really good year over there. But if you can get to the regionals. That's a good year. Absolutely. You've had, had a good year. I mean, yeah, you, that's that's all you ask for. That's all you got to ask get for. Get to the regionals, and then you have a shot at. Uh, at uh, ho- maybe hosting the Big Mitten. Absolutely. Hosting the Big Mitten. That's Speaking true. of the Big Mitten, yeah. um, got to congratulate the Seaholm um, Girls Swimming yes, and Diving Team. Yes, D2, right? D2 state champions um, knocked off Gross Point South and Gropes. Um, great, great, um, great accomplishment for the Maples. Um, yeah. I know it didn't work out well on the football field for them on that Saturday, but the swimming on the, on the in the pool at Oakland University ended up working out very well for them. Yeah, great Saturday for uh, see for, for Maple. Yeah, absolutely for Seaholm. Nice job. Nice job for them. Um, now let's go from um. Let's go um. What's, know, what's next? Football's done. Football's done. <laughs> Volleyball's done. done. We got girls basketball. We got basketball season. We're in the we're we're getting nope. the hey you basketball season. We're turning the uh turning the corner. The next season, right? Fall mm-hmm. is done. Winter is near. Oh, the W. Don't Winter do. is here. Yes, it is. <laughs> Winter's coming. It's oh, not yeah. coming, it's here. It's here. I mean, you still got snow on the ground. You're gonna like and get a huge wind shift on Wednesday. So. Yeah, weather so far it's not so bad. Uh I, I you know, today's Monday, right? right? The 25th. Sun's out. Happy day. Good. Got to have sun sun on a Monday, man, to get yeah. you going, right? Well, the wind part on um, Wednesday. The Wind's coming up yet. Um, and some other storm systems coming in. So if you guys are out there traveling for the be holidays, careful. Be, be careful. Be careful. Absolutely. If you're mm-hmm. flying, watch out for delays. Oh, yeah. um, they said all weekend long, or the rest of the week. Uh, It'll like be you said, interesting. It's going to be wild out there. So uh, be careful. Watch out. Be careful. Um, let's go to girls basketball. Um, I can't believe we're talking girls basketball starting here. <laughs> I can't either. I mean, is there anything? I mean, nothing's really changed, right? No. Well, I mean, there is some well, storylines. We've, we've talked to. I mean, we've talked about transfers and things, and usually it has to do with basketball. I bring uh-huh. it up again, but uh, the new rule is in place. Yes. It's kind of doing its it thing. It kind of keeps its thing. And you we know haven't I mean? really heard any rumbling so far. No rumbling so far, which is good. No rumbling so far. Um, um, behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, so let's look at. Yeah. What do you What do you got? Sammy? Um, let's look at the blue division first. Um, okay. We're gonna preview the blue here. Um, I will send the blog article out this weekend. Um, on the um, on girls basketball. Um, heading in the year, but my top ten, my early top ten, I like to announce it this year. Okay, on you have it. Ar- you I have, have it ready. It all, I have it ready. You're on top of it, Sam. Yep. My number ten team to start off is the Troy Colts. Um, my number nine team is the Lake Orion Dragons. Mm. I should take it back the Berkeley Bears, number nine. Okay. Number eight, Lake Orion Dragons. Number seven, Stony Creek Cougars. Number six. The Rochester Adams Highlanders. Ooh. Number five. Top five. Yep, my top five. Um, goodness, my brain's all gone already. <laughs> it's Monday. <laughs> it's Monday. Don't work with me here. I'm going to go with my top five to start, okay? I've already announced my top six. Number one to start off the year yeah. is Southfield, Architect Warriors. Okay. Number two, West Bloomfield, Lakers. Okay. Number three. Number three, I'm going to say, is the... um. Avondale Yellow Jackets. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. You got your phone? No, I don't. And I don't have it on me right now. <laughs> anyway. So I'll, we almost got We almost left. got it. Who's, who's left? left? Who's left? Oh, actually, take that back. I got Oxford ranked as well. Okay. Um, 
at Oxford ranked. And my other one, I gotta figure that out. <laughs> oh, it'll come. To See, me. it's early in the it's season. It's early in the season. It's my hard, brain is. It's hard. It's hard to figure out things. It's hard to change. Hard gears. to change gears. Hard. It's hard. We've been talking football, but so basketball much, is but hard. You know, basketball can be hard. It's hard to pick because there's so many. You know, the teams you get five starters, right? Yeah. And then some of the teams have other moving parts that can be, but that you, really there's good, a lot yeah. of mysteries. There's a, a lot, lot of mysteries, mysteries to yeah. game to these teams. Yeah. And what you see on paper does not usually translate. No, I mean, it doesn't. I mean, you, you never look, know who's going to step up. You get a freshman out of nowhere doing whatever, and you right. slumping senior or right. whatever, right? Um, Let's look at the blue first. I mean, when I look at the blue, yeah, yeah, what um, do you got? I, these are the teams I do have already. Okay. Um, The favorite, in my opinion, has to be Berkeley. I mean, Berkeley's got a lot of players back um, for Coach Kirk Carolyn. Um, they won 16 games last year. Um, but the question's going to be, and I was really, really pleased that they toughened up their non-conference. Yeah. I mean, like, that's what made me really happy with Berkeley was they toughened up their non-conference. They got to play Macomb, Dakota in the year. Um, they got a lot back. I mean, I'm really high on this Berkeley team. If there's another team I'm watching, too, it's Rochester. Rochester shared the blue with Berkeley last year. Yes, they got a new coach in Bill Thurston. I have I seen Rochester play at the scrimmage oh. uh, at a scrimmage on Saturday. I mean, they look really good. I like where this team is at. I mean, like Rochester's the team, veteran laden, senior heavy, um, which is always a always, coach's. Uh, it's a coach's puts dream. a smile on the coach's face, right? But you know, but for Rochester, it's a fourth coach in four years. Yeesh. So. But I'm curious to see where this Rochester team's going to be yeah. at. Um, the other two to keep an eye on the blue are Seaholm and Farmington. Farmington comes down from the white after a miserable year in the white a year ago. Um, Seaholm, I'm curious to see under Coach Chris Manchester. He's got a lot of talent back. Um, that's another team to watch is Seaholm. Um, then, of course, you have Ferndale. He's got a new coach down there. Um and then you have um, Pontiac. I'm curious to see what yeah. Pontiac's going to be. And then, of course, you have Oak Park. Um, so when I look at a favorite, has to be Berkeley. Rochester to be right there. But it wouldn't surprise me if Rochester beats Berkeley for the um, blue title this year. Okay. I, really like the, I really like what the program is over there at Rochester is this year. All right. Um, the white division <laughs> could be really interesting. Shaking your head already? There's so much parody in this division. <laughs> There's so much parody in the white. Okay. It's not even funny. Um, because, you know, the favorite early favorite has to be Avondale with who they got back. You look at players like Reagan Lawrence, the Kiri Lee, um, Tania Washington, um, Brea Benyon. Um Bob Lee, Coach Bob Lee's has got a system in place down there at Avondale. But the question's gonna be is how is your depth situation? Yeah. How is your bench going to look? Yeah, how yeah, is yeah. everything going to look over there at Avondale? That's the big question. There. Yeah. And then you have Rochester Adams. You look at who Adams. They got a lot of experience back, back for Coach Shay Lewis, who just had a, who just went to a district final last year. I mean, you've got players like Maddie Delinga back. You look at, you look at, um, you got um others in that fold too. You look at um. Nicole Clarehout, you look at um, you look at there's a the question for Adams for me is the interior. That's gonna be the big question for me. Is yeah, how is their inside game gonna look? That's the big question there. 
Um, and, and that could be the question for a lot of teams. We've, oh, yeah. We've talked about it last year, you know, about mm-hmm. uh, having a big that can, uh, you know, take up space. And, you know, so teams aren't one-dimensional. Right. Right? If you can find that reliable big that can yeah. give you a variety on the offensive side of the ball plus some defense. Yeah, that'll be huge. And it always it – always and then, dividends. and then you got to look at a team like Oxford, who works their tail off every year for Coach Rachel Breyer. I mean, like, they got a lot of talent coming back. I mean, they got a lot of hardworking talent coming back. Um, and then you look at Troy. Troy, you know, they've got some players to get to know a lot. I mean, yes, they lose Emily Olsen, but you got players like um, Dina Sampson back. You look at a um, you also look at um, Rita Taroski coming back. You look at Jessica Chen, who's back. You look at um. You know, and I'm curious to see where Troy is going to be, going to look this year, especially you got some good guards like um, Lauren Hama. Um, Kayla Rutledge is going to be really good as well um, okay. for them. I'm um, shout out to Baca is another one to watch. Um, Ashley Matsu is another one to keep an eye on for Troy. I mean, like, I like where this Colt team is this year for Coach Simon Bottom. Um, of course, um, Troy Athens got a lot of players back. Of course, you look at players like. Um, Grace Bright, Abby Bright, um, you know, um, just some players. It's just it's it's a Monday, so got me some slack. Hey, here. that's okay. Yep, and then um, and then Nord Farmington come down from the red to the white. Um, they got Maya Kelly and Molly Simpson back. Um, Lake so, Orient so coming down. Do you think that they have usually? Does that give them uh, an edge? Sometimes it does. Sometimes it does not. And we've seen like Oxford and. Those shuffling of the teams around have uh, paid dividends. Paid dividends in the white, you yeah. know. And then you got to look at Lake Orion as well. I mean, like, you know, when you look at the Dragons, um, young team. Young team for a second straight year. Yeah. Um, tr- I mean, like, they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna fi- have some struggles early. But when they do, but I think in, watch out for this team in the second half of January. Okay. Because when they, when that, when they get back from the Christmas break, I think Lake Orion's going to be rolling. Okay. Watch out for that. The uh, the health bug for the Dragons over the last couple of years, three years, has always been a mm-hmm. just brutal yes, for that it has. club. It has been brutal. So you're hoping stay healthy, stay healthy, and everything will work itself out. That's what I'm doing with Lake Orient and okay. Coach Bobridge's team. Stay healthy, and everything will work itself out. Um, let's go to the red now. Um, Southfield Arts and Tech last year um want, went to state final. Lost to Saginaw Heritage. Um, Heritage was really good last year. Yes. I mean, they had a girl by the name of Moira Joyner on that team. Um, of course, when you look at A&T, um, they do lose. They lose two very good players to Division One schools. Um, and um, Alexis Barnes and Solomon. Um, and then um, they lost another one, too. Um, Alexis Johnson, they lost. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They lost her. Um, Soto Barnes and Alexis Johnson, those are the two they lost. Are um, they reloading? That's the question. Or is it, they do uh, have a Miss Basketball candidate. They do have a Miss Basketball candidate on that team in Shy McEvans. That doesn't hurt. No, it does not. Because <laughs> um, you know, players that are that caliber, mm-hmm. sometimes they can act as two. I of mean, course. the way I mean, teams will key on them, double team, leave people open. It changes the whole it does, scheme but then you have how a, you go against that. It does, but you also have a big in them. Um, Jasmine Worthy, um, and then of course Kiana Willis there All as right. well. So when you look at, so A&T, they're pretty well rounded. They're pretty well rounded, but they don't really have much of a bench. That's a big concern for me. Ah. Um, for Coach Michelle Marshall's team, they really don't have much of a bench. 
Um, and they don't really have that type of they're not the same team they were last year. Let's just put it that way. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. They got a tough schedule, but to be honest with you, this is not the same team they were last year. Yeah. Um, West Bloomfield is a team I'm watching very carefully. Um, because the Lakers have a lot of talent back. You look at what West Bloomfield has um for Coach Burt, Coach Burt Mosley, um Maya Bobo. You look at um Seems like she's Logan been there Lewis. forever. She's a senior. <laughs> you got um Logan Lewis. Um you got Lola Chambers. Um I mean, like these are some players to get used to for West Bloomfield. Yeah. They are athletic, they're talented. Um it wouldn't surprise me this year if West Bloomfield overtakes Southfield. It mm. really wouldn't surprise me. Um they had they won a district title last year. Unfortunately for them, they lost to Heartland last year in the um, regional semis. They were outmatched. Heartland's a very good team. Um, they're still going to be good again this year. Um, of course, led by their Michigan-bound um, big, Whitney Solomon. Yeah. Um, so it'll be very interesting to see what West Bloomfield does this year. It'll be very interesting to see. Yeah, yeah. Um, another team to watch for is um, the Royal Oak Ravens. Um, Royal Oak, they lost a lot of talent a year ago. Um. Sarah Stroghannon um, is their only true starter, true um, playmaker back this year for Royal Oak. I okay. mean, but Brian Zapata be Brian Zapata's gonna be really interesting to keep an eye on. It'll be really interesting to see. But a team I'm really watching, and I think this was one I really got confused on, <laughs> was Clarkston. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Clarkston Wolves of all the teams, of all the to, teams uh, that confused my top my top ten to start the year. That's funny. It's Clarkston. Because I actually, be honest with you, I actually ranked Clarkson third. Okay. My top ten to start the year actually was Southfield, West Bloomfield, Clarkston. Okay. Yep. Okay. Avond- okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You got him. Yeah. <laughs> Clarkson's going to be loaded this year. They're aren't, gonna be loaded. Aren't they always? Did Last you- year they had a they had one starter back, and they started off zero five playing a tough schedule. Yeah. That tells you something. Where this team's been. And I've seen Clarkson play all summer. They are very good. They got a ton of experience on that team. There's a lot of impactful players. They'll make some noise on that team. Yeah. Watch out for this team. Watch out for Clarkson. They're going to be good. They're going to be in the thick of that. Thick of the red race this year. Watch out for them. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Next we got is the Stony Creek Cougars. Coach Kellen James's team. You got three players who I'm really high on. Lily DePanny, Sydney LaPrairie, and Devin Valls. There's a reason why Stony Creek is probably going to be, I would call Stony Creek this year the Rodney Dangerfield of, <laughs> the, of girls basketball. No respect? No. Really? I have a ton of respect for Kellen James. But that's a team that is... I would call Stony Creek, Under to be honest with you, Jabberjaw. <laughs> Jabberjaw. Because you know how Jabberjaw has this thing that says no respect? Yes. Come on. Stony Creek's gotten a lot of respect. You know what I mean? Stony Creek has gotten them. Um, they have not. They've been an under-the-radar team for years now. They have been under the radar. So keep an eye on this team. Okay. Keep an eye on this team. I've got high hopes for Stony Creek this year. I've got high hopes this year. Think we had Kellen James on this podcast. Think they can challenge? I think they're in the middle of the pack right now. Okay. But they could surprise me. But if you're not ready, they yeah. could they could, they uh, could come back clip and they, your they, heels. They got a brutal eh? schedule to open up the year. They got to play Harperwood, Shaylin Park Academy. 
That's a tough matchup. And then you got Lake Orion. That's another tough matchup. Um, and when do the games get going? I uh, think December it's... the 3rd. Yeah. Start next week. Um, and then you look at, and then you, and that's not even counting Groves. Groves has um, Ellie Rupridge back, Mia Yarberry back. Um, and then you have Bloomfield Hills. Um, Jeff Rubenstein lost a lot of talent from here. Well, they lost them. They lost some talent. And, um, but they got some back as well. So I'm okay. curious to see where Jeff Rubin's team's going to be at yeah. right now. Um, when I look at teams that could make a deep postseason run yes. this year, um, I would think West Bloomfield. I, I really like where this team's at. I think West Bloomfield can make a serious run. All right. I think Southfield's got a really tough district. I mean, you have Birmingham Marion in that district as well for Southfield to, for them to have to deal with. Um, I And... People are going to say either Troy or Stony Creek can make a run in that in their district um, when they get in the postseason. Maybe a team, but I think if there's a team that can have a deep playoff run, it's West Bloomfield. Okay. Um, that's a team I'm watching carefully. And we're not even talking boys basketball yet. No. And we know where I'm leading. We know where that's going. Um, But if there's a surprise team, if there's a team to watch all year, yes. a team to watch in the OA all year, um, in the red, I would be watching Clarkson carefully. The white, I would watch Lake Orion carefully. Ooh. And then the blue, I would watch Seahome. Because those are teams that can make some serious dents in league races this year. Okay. I think those are teams that can make some serious dents. Um, when are you publishing your... Uh... I will post it this weekend. Okay. I will post it this weekend. I'll have a lot of players, a lot of talent, a lot of talented... Um, players on there cool. um we'll see what happens going oh, forward. it's a good article notice you know if you always read my blogs um i posted this week on the week week, week 13 recap about what happened against for c home against joy martin king um let's look at um let's look at your thoughts heading into um your um your thoughts hanging at thanksgiving weekend thanksgiving weekend yeah, just football, in general football hanging out with family yeah i i'm looking for thanksgiving by far is my favorite holiday because uh, there's no Family. there's no stress of presents and running around, right? Christmas, right? Right. This is more getting together with your family members, hanging family around, dinner. watching some football, eating some good well, meals. Well, it's kind of hard when you're watching the Lions. Uh, I didn't mention saying that I'm going to watch the Lions. Oh, sure, sure. <laughs> but the great thing about this type time of year is it kind of gets you ready for – you know, Christmas and that sort of thing. But I love Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Get together. Uh, at, at my household, we're just going to have family over, cooking some turkey, you know, all of our favorite dishes and just sitting around and visiting and have a good time. Probably watch the Lions. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, looking forward to the weekend. We'll have a, I think I get two Thanksgivings this year. Uh, going to my in-laws. They're going to be cooking on Sunday. We're going to watch uh, Michigan, uh, Michigan Ohio State. State. Always a, should be. Michigan State, Maryland. Yeah, like I said at the beginning of the show, I've compartmentalized my stress uh -huh. so the Spartans are off to the side. Well, I'm gonna until be until they pick a new head coach. I'm gonna watch Michigan. I'm gonna watch it. I mean, um, I'll watch it. I'm gonna watch the Division One final with Davidson and um, yes, I, I'm gonna have high school and, um, football Brighton. on. That'll be a good game. That'll be a really good game. Yes, that, um, I'm really looking forward to that. So, uh, what about yourself, there, Sam? I'm gonna watch the um, high school game with Davidson Brighton. Um, Gonna keep an eye on a lot of things heading into the weekend. Gonna also keep an eye on the on the high school dockets, of course, yeah. especially in the basketball ranks. Getting um, your turkey on. 
Yeah. Or ham. Some people, are you a turkey or a ham guy? I'm a ham guy. I'm not really? a guy. You're a ham guy? I'm a ham guy. Oh, I can't. I No. I have to have turkey. Come on. Come on. Come on, dude. I see. I can do ham around the uh, Christmas time. Yeah. But I got to have my turkey at Thanksgiving. Of course. Of course. Have to. Have to. Uh, but I got to have my football, too. Yes. I got to have my I football. I do. <laughs> um, the things I'm looking forward to this winter, um, of yeah. course, we got other sports to talk about, too. We got competitive cheerleading starting yeah, yeah. to get underway. Hockey's getting Hockey's underway. Hockey's underway. I think the game was uh, Lake Orion. I think a couple had a games. game last Lake week. Lake Orion had a couple games last week, but I think when you look at hockey, you got to keep on Birmingham. You got to keep on Bloomfield Hills. Um, we'll be out there. Owen TV will be out there grabbing some of them games. We'll mm-hmm. be live streaming so, those and uh, yep. be playing them. Oxford Avondale are combined this year, so we'll see oh, what happens. they are. We'll see what happens going forward. Um, my final thoughts of the week. Um, enjoy the um, enjoy the Thanksgiving holiday. Yeah. Stay safe out there, everybody. Absolutely. Um, and see you all next week, everybody. See, see you, Sam. Have fun with your uh, ham and your football. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, now is produced by Sammy Terramune. The views on this show are his and his alone. Like to produce your own podcast, give us a call at ONTV at 248-393-1060. Visit OrionOnTV.org for more information about ONTV, the classes we offer, and a variety of other things, including our program schedule and our video-on-demand library with a host of high school games from all across the OAA. That's this. That's it for this edition of OA Now. See you next week. See ya.